listening to Red Hat Summit Radio 2014. Make sure you listen in all week for great shows throughout each day of Summit here at the Moscone. Hey guys, you're listening to another podcast from Red Hat Summit 2014. Now, I'm joined by one of the rock stars of the, the, the Red Hat roll call, if you will. Year after year, this guy gets up on stage and knocks it out the park. Not only that, 364 other days of the year, the guy's on the road, living out of a suitcase, never sees his wife and family. Thomas Cameron. Thank you, Richard. It's glad to, I'm glad to be here. Now, you had sessions this week on Red Hat Satellite. You did your, uh, your live demo working the stage with Todd Warner. The big transitions between Satellite 5 and Satellite 6, they're not to be taken for granted, are they? No. The thing that, that folks really need to understand is that this is a complete rewrite from the ground up. Satellite 6 is, is only related to Satellite 5 and it's for systems management. Right. Okay. Major differences. Major differences. Um, if you look at where Satellite 5 came from, we developed it completely internally. Uh, and, and the whole methodology was how do I manage a single system and then do that a bunch of times. Satellite 6 developed from community projects. You know, we're really taking, uh, utilizing the power of the upstream communities based on uh, Catello for content management. It's based on uh, Pulp for, for repository management. Uh, a totally different UI. So, so very, very much different but the functionality, the features that customers have been begging for with systems management for the eight and a half years that I've been working with them are all there. The ability to, to manage your subscriptions, which, is, which subscription, which service level is attached to which system. How do I get really granular on configuration management? It's, it's all there. And for those who think, why are there so many changes? Why is this such a diverse change? Satellite 5 really has just been patching it, hasn't it? It's just been keeping it alive. This is a complete new rebirth of... Right, right. So Satellite 5, again, was built with the concept of patching one system, just patching. Yeah. And, and then we added on another component, and we bolted on another section, and we wrote some additional code, where with Satellite 6, it's been designed from the ground up to do the entire suite of systems management, subscription management, inventory control, package management, uh, configuration management. All of these are not afterthoughts. They're built into the core product, but they're done in a modular fashion. So we've got a roadmap ahead of us with Satellite 6 that I think is going to be really phenomenal. And for those customers concerned, I'm sure Red Hat University are going to be offering this sort of courses to a us to help customers on that migration journey and it is a journey isn't it naturally naturally yes um, there will be courses available there will be consulting available both pre-sales and post-sales um, you'll have solutions architects the folks in my team who will help you you know learn the technology uh, make sure that it fits your environment and then we can have consulting come out deploy it you can go take classes on how to manage it so yes full life cycle um, the thing to remember is that because it is so different, the expectation is that you're going to have a parallel environment. Mm-hmm. If you're an existing Satellite 5 customer, we're not going to make changes. It's, it's not necessarily an upgrade path. It's it, a new... It's definitely not an upgrade path. It's a transition path. We'll stand up your Satellite 6 environment, and you can, at your convenience, transition. on your pace, transition over. Okay. Talk to me about clustering on Rail 7. Well, uh, so I was really excited to do the session on clustering with Rail Mad. 7. It, In- insane. It, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> come on, what's, what's with doing a little beta software in front of a live crowd? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, We've we've really changed the clustering infrastructure. Now it's based on CoreSync and Pacemaker. Uh-huh. So before it was RG Manager and technologies that we acquired during the acquisition of a, of Sestina back in 2003, I think it was. Uh-huh. This is a rewrite, new technologies, again, taking advantage of the strength of the upstream open source community. And 
I am flabbergasted and amazed and happy at how easy it is to set up a RHEL 7 cluster. And how fast as well. And fast. Yeah, you can go from zero to cluster in one hour easily, easily, easily. Now, it's very, very different. Um, iSCSI infrastructure has changed. The target has changed. Um, You know, now the UI is very different because it's the pacemaker UI. But the beauty is you can do it from a web browser if you want to just do a quick start, or you can be very granular in your control from the command line. And you can script it as well if you need to. Absolutely. In fact, when I did the presentation, the whole... My whole uh, goal was to show on the screen the pretty way of doing it with the the web UI, but every single one of the commands that I did was also uh, a single command line, maybe maybe two command lines, but literally you can write a shell script, put all your commands in there, and you can bring a cluster up in 60 seconds. But I think it's important to point out that uh, the expectations of our customers have changed around clustering, haven't they, dramatically. People need a more agile experience when it comes to setting up that initial cluster. Absolutely. But then they want that cluster to grow. Yep. Yep, yep. And the thing is, you know, the days of you having to be the hardcore gray-bearded guru to get this stuff to come up, those are gone. Customers expect solutions. They want to be able to just, you know, they want the big red easy button. Um, It's not quite to that point yet, but, man, it's close. Okay. Coming up next on your agenda. Pub crawl. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm actually done. I've done three sessions. I did the Security Enhanced Linux for Mere Mortals session that I do every year. Uh, And then I did the clustering with RHEL 7, and I did the Satellite 5 to 6 transition. So, man, I am thrilled to death to have been involved in Summit 2014, but I am done. I'm ready to spend some time with our customers. Okay, so have you seen the photos going around Facebook of the queues outside of the room for you and Todd Warner's talk? Have you seen the queues? <laughs> I did. I was very, very gratified and very blown away at, at but how doesn't, many people. But doesn't that just say year after year, as I said, you knock it out of the park? And, and let's not take for granted just how much work goes in by the Red Hat marketing crew and the branding crew. Instead Standing events like Sum It Up. This stuff doesn't just happen. Oh, no. I, I am I am amazed every year at how our marketing crew, how our events crew handle this. Um, the logistics involved in bringing, you know, thousands and thousands of people together for highly technical conferences with equipment, with lighting, with sound, with... Our crew in our events team is amazing. I was talking to Frank, one of the, the team crew leaders here at, at the Moscow, well, actually in the events company that look after us at the Heinz and at the Moscow. They got the keys Friday evening. Really? Friday evening. <laughs> they were shrink-wrapping the outside of the building in the Red Hat logo Saturday morning, doing wow. all the steps, doing everything. And this stuff is just polished. It just happens. I know yeah. these guys do it for a living, but it's almost like we've always been here. You walk yeah. in, it's just like walking to Giant Stadium. You know, everything's Red Hat branded and done. Yes. They knock it out of the park. It's oh, amazing. absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have asked for a better venue. The The rooms were fantastic. The, uh, I mean, everything from the audio to the screens to everything was high def, high tech. It was, it's been a fantastic summit. But I think San Francisco as well, not knocking Boston whatsoever. I think San Francisco, with the fact that you have the hotels on the doorstep Mm -hmm. everything's within footfall distance you can Mm -hmm. get it very very quickly and it just lends itself to that conference environment and the weather's better (laughs) i was i was worried you know usually it's quite nice or it's raining in boston this time of year but we we came here i was expecting it to be foggy misty we've been very lucky with the weather beautiful it's been beautiful and you know moscone center is really it is internationally renowned for tech conferences so the choice that red hat made to be in this in this facility was just was spot on Okay, Thomas, thanks very much for being on the podcast. And well done again, year after year, you (laughs) redefine it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. 